Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is, well, you know, it used to call Thursday. Now, moving on to Friday Eve, and I love the way that feels. Friday Eve. Got a lot of great stuff coming around uh, this afternoon. Not one, but two doctors. Dr. Michael Brown at 435, Dr. Keith Ablo at uh, 535. And I, I, it's hard to believe, but the accident on 95 South up here in the Ashland area still impacting traffic. Now, Heidi and I have essentially spent the day with uh, all sorts of medical stuff because she's got this uh, surgery coming up in uh, 12 days. All right. And, uh, you know, there's the pre-op this and the pre-op that, blah, blah, blah. And we saw what remained of that tractor trailer. I I heard the uh, report there that involved five vehicles. I didn't see any other vehicles. and, And, of course, we were traveling, I would think, pretty, pretty pretty late in terms of when the accident happened. This accident apparently happened early this morning, right? And so even as we were traveling, uh, the road was still shut down. The traffic was absolutely appalling. But what was the worst of it was just looking at the remains of the tractor trailer. When I say remains, that's what I mean. The, the cab, essentially half of it was gone. And you could see the, uh, the, the markings from smoke and fire. And, oh, anyway, so... Not surprised, really, to hear that it's still impacting stuff. So if you're you're normally traveling on 95 or even uh, 54, you're uh, you're going to be impacted with that. All right. So a lot of things that we do have to talk about. Yes, the uh, the brine recipe is up. If you want to head over to uh, the Jeff Cat Show, I think we got it up over there, and uh, you'll be able to take a look at the the traditional Jeff Cat's uh, turkey brine. I always suggest that you brine your bird. You want a moist bird. Nobody wants a dry bird. It's just that simple. And the uh, the best way to do that uh, is to brine it. There's a piece out which has attracted a lot of attention on the Jeff Katz show page over on Facebook. And I, I just feel compelled to share it with you. No, it's, it's not about the president or a senator or a congressman or any of these people. Uh, it's about us. And it is about Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I absolutely, positively love Thanksgiving. I love the thoughts behind it where, where people gather. And yes, the food is, is usually pretty doggone good. But I, I love the feelings around it, that you are truly expressing that you are thankful 
period. Or maybe you're thankful for what you have, or you're thankful for what you're able to give, or you're thankful, whatever, but overall you're thankful. So uh, a story came out, and it's, I don't even know if I'd describe it as a story, but here's what it's entitled. 12 Controversial Reasons Americans Should Stop Celebrating Thanksgiving. Number one, the other side of the turkey. Uh-huh. If you're thinking Thanksgiving is all about turkey, football, and a chance to discuss politics with Uncle Bob, it might be time for a reality check. While history and a variety of implications that many of us might not even be aware of, from ignoring systemic inequality to pressuring conformity to antiquated norms, There's more to consider about Thanksgiving than simply what's on the dinner table. So, before you dig into that stuffing, let's dig into some aspects of the holiday that might not be as palatable, but are certainly worth discussing. Oh, see, you get a sense already, right? Number one, Thanksgiving glosses over Native American genocide. Wow. I don't think it does, but all right. I'm just going to leave that one out there for you. Thanksgiving glosses over Native American genocide. Number two, the holiday ignores black oppression. I'm sorry, is it only white people who are invited to Thanksgiving? Because if that's the case, man, then you got problems. But really? Yep. The holiday ignores black oppression. Thanksgiving falls within a broader holiday season that often fails to adequately acknowledge or address the systemic racism and enduring legacies of slavery that black Americans face. Instead, the holiday's narrative contributes to the erasure of these important issues from our national conversation. How does it do that? Honestly, I'm a little confused. I don't know how it does that. I mean, I have to believe what the story says, right? Because it's it, it's written and, and and posted and uh, all right. Anyway, Turkey Day boosts obesity rates. Thanksgiving has become synonymous with overindulgence. This feast full of high calorie, high fat foods contributes to the rising obesity rates in the United States. Given that obesity is a significant public health issue associated with a variety of chronic diseases. The holiday's encouragement of excessive eating is far from harmless. All right, well, I mean, honest to goodness, if you want to address that, then put down the damn drumstick. Move away from the table. Nobody's forcing you to eat a pound of stuffing. I just have to cancel the whole holiday, Jeff, because there's somebody somewhere who's going to eat a whole pound of stuffing and an entire pie. Well, why is that my problem? Why Seriously, why is that my problem? I'm not going to eat an entire pound of stuffing. I'm not going to eat an entire pie. All right, number four. It marginalizes, Thanksgiving does, it marginalizes non-Christian, non-American people. What a bunch of crap that is, said the Jewish guy. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't marginalize anybody who's not Christian. Doesn't marginalize anybody who's Jewish or, or Hindu or Sikh or Muslim or, or atheist or agnostic. 
Seriously, can't you be atheist and agnostic and be thankful for what you have? I would imagine atheists are probably a little more, mm, I don't know, about the things. So thank God for things, I get that. But don't you feel thankful as an atheist that you are living in a country where you can be an atheist? Although often considered a secular holiday, Thanksgiving's roots in European Christian traditions can make those from diverse religious or cultural backgrounds feel marginalized or left out. This oversight contributes to the othering of minority communities. Oh, give me a break, will you? Oh, please. All right, wait, there's no, there's more. There's more, look. There what? What did I tell you? 14 reasons. 14 reasons that you and I ought to give up on Thanksgiving. Number five. The holiday whitewashes U.S. history. The popular narrative of the pilgrims and Native Americans sharing a friendly meal conveniently omits the conflicts, forced labor, and land grabs that followed this event. By presenting a sanitized version of history, Thanksgiving perpetuates misinformation. Well, here's an idea for you. Read a freaking book. Look. I'm having people over, and we're going to express our gratitude. My case, it's uh, it's going to be to God. In your case, I don't care. Don't, don't to God, to not to God, whatever it is, it's all right. It's all right with me. I I, I have realized that we've got a lot of of material things. We really do. We've we've done okay. We've done okay. More importantly, we're able to share, which is the really nice part of this. We invited uh, uh, person number 10 for our get-together. I'm not going to go into all the stories, but it's one of my uh, son's friends. And, you know, she didn't really have a place where she was going to go. So we said, you're coming here. I mean, you don't have to come here if you'd rather. She's like, oh, my God, no, I'd love that. So that's where she's come. Because we can do that. I'm grateful for that. I'm thankful for that. Make no mistake. Uh, I, I, I've lived a life where there have been holidays that, that I thought, man, I, I'm stuck. Can't do anything. We're, we're not in that situation. Let me give you a number six uh, right now. Thanksgiving fuels nationalism. Well, I sure hope so. Man, that's a good thing, isn't it? Oh, no, Jeff, not in 2023. Patriotism and a sense of national pride often run high during Thanksgiving. Good! reinforcing the idea of American exceptionalism even better. This can create an environment where questioning or critiquing the nation's actions or history becomes taboo, thus ignoring the country's flaws and the need for improvement. You know, here's what I've learned in five decades here on Earth. There's some people who are just not happy unless they're miserable. They've got to be miserable about everything. They've got to pull down everything that anybody else loves, that anybody else appreciates, anything that anybody else likes. They've just got to pull it down. Because they, I think they hate themselves. They feel bad about themselves. So the, the fact that you and I might feel good about something, oh, we're not going to let that happen. No, no, no. You're going to be miserable with them. Then they'll be happy, but they'll still be miserable about it. 
It's, it's total insanity is what it is. It's absolute, total, bat-crap craziness. And guess what? There are like seven more on the list. No, I am going to share them with you because I want you to hear them. I want you to understand where we are. We're, we're most of us, getting, getting ready, getting excited, thinking about Thanksgiving. As we speak, my, my youngest guy is working his way back from uh, college. And I'm, I'm, I'm like a little kid here watching the, uh, the, the, the flight tracker. So I know what time this flight lands and, and, and where it's going to land. He's got to make a connection. Can he do it? Of course he can do it. He's got big, long legs. He runs you know, like a gazelle, this kid. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to be okay. And I just can't wait. Because after the program tonight, he, he'll be here. And he hasn't been here in about three months. And, and call me whatever you want to call me. I've missed him. I really have. I've missed him. I love the guy. And so I'm really excited about that. And I'm thinking about next week. And I'm thinking about the, uh, uh, the food that we're going to prepare. And I'm grateful for all of this. How can anybody poop on a, parade, on a uh, holiday like Thanksgiving? Well, I got, I think, six or seven more examples of these folks doing just that. You stay right where you are. You really, you want to hear this stuff. It is 316, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Three twenty one, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. Here I am feeling good about the fact that next week is Thanksgiving. Feeling great about the fact that uh, my sons are coming home. Youngest guy will be here a few hours from now. The oldest guy, man, he's gotten a real introduction to the real world. He's been working in the uh, the United States Senate from nine in the morning till six in the evening, and. He's carrying a full course load from Stanford. Stanford does this thing called Stanford in D.C. And so I think that's great. And he's like, well, you know, I want to come home. I'm not going to. They're not closing the office till the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I'm not going to be able to get out of the office till 2.30 in the afternoon. And I thought, well, okay. And I did say that. I said, well, you know, um, good. <laughs> it's not that I don't want to see you, Harry, because I really do. But I, I love the fact he's getting an introduction to these sorts of things. But anyway, that's happening. We've got some great friends coming over. We we just added a a, a another person to the uh, to the dinner lineup. Uh, one of Joe's friends who is going to be a great addition to the, to the lineup here. And we got 10. So we're going to have 10 people eating dinner and I'm thrilled about cooking. We were just over at Tom Leonard's uh, Farmers Market a couple of hours ago. We did some marketing over there. And then I come across this that says, "Hey, Thanksgiving stinks, and here's why. Number seven, it distracts from social issues. How can it distract from social issues when you have a house full of people? Well, here's how. Thanksgiving, with its focus on food, family, and football, serves as a convenient distraction from pressing social issues like poverty, housing instability, and systemic inequality. The holiday can act as a kind of smokescreen. Masking the real struggles many Americans face every day. You know what I would ask the nitwit who wrote this? I would ask them, hey, how come I've never seen you at the, um, the soup kitchens and the, uh, the food pantries? Because I'm willing to tell you, I will bet every dollar that I got in my pocket that whoever wrote this never actually volunteered in places that, like those. Make no mistake, 
My boys and I have. Why? Because I want my sons to understand what they have. How fortunate they are. How thankful they should be. Number eight, the holiday enforces traditional gender roles. Huh. Uh, with women often expected to prepare the Thanksgiving meal and men frequently relegated to watching sports, the holiday enforces traditional gender roles. These stereotypical responsibilities can be limiting and perpetuate gender inequality. Well, boy, this, this, this nitwit's going to be very, very upset if they came to visit us here because actually the turkey part of this is going to be handled by Heidi. She's doing it on a rotisserie again this year. Great job. Uh, I do the rest of it. And in fact, uh, w- some of our guests who are coming over, it's uh, one of the men who's coming over who is preparing an amazing apple pie. So pff, blew that one. Sorry, number eight. Number nine, it promotes consumerism. Thanksgiving acts as the opening act for the frenzied consumer spending that is Black Friday overshadowing the supposed emphasis on gratitude and reflection. Some stores have even begun opening on Thanksgiving Day. This shift in focus from thankfulness to materialism is worth questioning. Okay, well, I'll question it. I just am not canceling Thanksgiving because you're having some bizarre little temper tantrum. Hey, do you know the uh, Virginia Comic Con is uh, happening very, very soon? We're going to get some details at 335. I'm looking forward to that. It's 326, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. 335, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Thank you, Charles. And we've got so much that we are dealing with uh, this afternoon. A couple of doctors dropping by, different. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, specialties, but that's okay. Dr. Michael Brown at 435. Dr. Keith Ablo, 535. And actually, now that I think about it, they're both going to touch on a little bit. Some of the uh, some of what is going on in the Middle East as we speak, uh, we've got to talk about it. We've got to understand uh, more of the actual uh, history to this. Michael Brown's going to uh, cover a lot of that. What what is motivating some people to not believe what they know to be true? Keith Apple is going to handle that. In the meantime, you and I are going to take a deep breath and think about something that is way more fun. 
Virginia Comic Con is celebrating 37 years as Virginia's comic convention. I had no idea it had been going on that long. Brett Carreras is the, uh, well, he's the guy behind all of it. Brett, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I am thrilled to have you on. So, first of all, 37 years ago, what prompted somebody to say, you know what we really need to do is, and and then this comic thing happens. <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, uh, look, the, the, the quick history is that this thing has always been fan-driven. Now, I'm only 45, so obviously I did not concoct this thing 37 years ago. That, that, uh, that honor goes to my good friend Guy Rose. It actually started off as the Chesterfield-Richmond Comic Collecting Club, which is a bit of a mouthful, the CRCCC. Oh, wow. And uh, maybe about 15 years ago, I was setting up at the, uh, at the show. It was, a, it was a smaller affair over at the, uh, at the Holiday Inn. And, um, you know, maybe about 30 tables. And uh, my buddy Guy said, hey, look, uh, you seem to be really into this comic book thing, Brett. Um, you know, maybe we could use a little bit of young blood and some people with, uh, you know, that understood, you know, these newfangled technologies like the Internet and email <laughs> to come on board and, and help us out. And, uh, you know, the rest, as they say, is history. Um, you know, he retired from operating the shows uh, maybe a, uh, about five or six years ago and uh, handed them over to me full time. And I just love doing these things, Jeff. I really do. We, we run uh, the Richmond, uh, the Virginia Comic-Con here in Richmond. I also run the Alaska Comic-Con in Fairbanks, Alaska with my you buddy Ben. You do not. And really? So, yeah, yeah we're, we're, I'm all over the place. But look, I, I was born and raised here in Richmond, and okay. so my heart really does belong right here in River City. And we're thrilled to, to keep this thing going, keep the tradition alive and keep welcoming thousands and thousands of fans to the Richmond Raceway. Um, we really think that, that what we put on is, has a lot of uh, hometown feel, a lot of love, and, uh, and a heck of a lot of costumes and comic books. It sure does. Now, here's the thing that I have discovered, because in all candor, I'm not a comic book person. However, this is about so much more than comic books it is. It's. 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 Well, it's a fan fest for anybody and everybody. And what defines it, or what has defined it for me in past years, Brett, it's just a whole slew of fun. Right. Right. And you know what? It's while the old and vintage and collectible comic books, and you know, as well as those those comics for just a dollar each, that's a bit of the backbone of what we do. You're absolutely correct that that what we call popular fandom. It, it extends into the categories of Ghostbusters, Doctor Who, Star Wars, board games, trading cards, costuming, crafts, uh, crystals, all sorts of crazy, nerdy, geeky, fun stuff that really, uh, you know, we, we want to welcome uh, everybody that, that feels like, hey, you know what, I wish there was something for me. I'm a little strange. I'm a little different. I'm a little creative. You know, where are the Legos? Where are the toys? Where's the He-Man? Where's the action figures? And, uh, you, and man, just, that, that's... Oh, my God. Yeah. Craig, I mean, Brett, you, you've just now, I don't know, you've listed six of my favorite things in, in the space of 10 seconds. <laughs> it's, it's not fair, but, uh, wow. I, I, I love Yo. this. Now, what are people doing with Legos these days? Because I'll tell you what, I hate the idea that you buy Legos now and you have to build something that's on the box. That wasn't the fun. The point was you got to create what you wanted. You know, that, that's a great question. In fact, we're, we're really, really lucky to have the, uh, 
the Richmond Lego user group are going to come out and give a display of some of their most creative projects. Um, this is, a, I believe it's an all-volunteer group. And they said, look, we, we've just been working on some really, really cool designs and diagrams and layouts. And so even I don't quite know exactly what type of, of super secret stuff they're going to be bringing to our fans. But you're right that, you know, it's fun to do the instruction manual that comes with those little, the, those little building blocks. But what's even more fun is the putting your own twist on it. And, um, you know, that's kind of what, what this is all about. Look, anybody can dress up like a stormtrooper, but if you want to dress up with a, as a stormtrooper with a tutu, hey, that looks a little different. That's, you know, that's pushing my buttons, man. That, that's getting me excited. And, uh, you know, I, I can't tell you how many different creative outlets that, that we've found. You know, I, I'm 45 years old. When I was growing up, these things were, were a little taboo, were a little yeah. nerdy. Yep. You know, you might have have gotten the cold shoulder from the more popular kids in high school. But now yeah. every single person, young and old, are into these things. That's With right. the advent of the Marvel movies and the DC movies and Disney Plus and all this really exciting stuff, we're seeing that, that you know, it's just as much fun for us older kids as it is for these younger guys. Oh, and uh, and we can't wait to bring that to Richmond. It's what we've been doing for 37 years. And, man, I, I, we've got almost 140 booths packed out with stuff this time. I think anybody that shows up is going to find something that puts a giant grin on their face. Oh, I love it. Brett Carreras is joining us from uh, Richmond, uh, the, the, the Comic-Con, Virginia Comic-Con. I want to get it right. Uh, 37 years. Now, you mentioned somebody dressed as a stormtrooper in a tutu. Uh, that's not Alan Sloniker from the 501st, is it? You know, we, we have <laughs> we have a whole lot of really amazing people from the 501st. They're some of our go-to regulars, um, yeah. and 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 I I don't want to downplay that at all. That it's it's very very important to me uh, to have this type of representation. I I own the the all Star Wars store out there in Regency Square, and uh, you know so deep down in my heart. Oh, we also have the Rebel Legion, who's you know hey we got the bad guys. That's the five hundred first. That's the Darth Vader's, the stormtroopers. <laughs> The kind of kind of rotten scoundrels of the galaxy, but we've also got the heroes, man. We've got the Jedi, we've got the Padawans, and uh, you know maybe even a few droids might might uh, rear their little heads out there. So we, um, it, it's yeah, we're we're into it now. I, I, like I said, I don't I don't want to name names. I usually get give fist bumps and say, hey, thanks for being here, Trooper, because mm -hmm. um, you know it's it's all about keeping uh, keeping the illusion going while we're at the Comic Con. Now, I'm convinced it's Sloniker in the tutu. I'm, I'm going to reach out, and he's a buddy of mine, but I'm telling you, if anybody could pull that off, it would be him. Hey, let me ask you what's going on with the latest with Doctor Who, because you got Kelly Yates, who is an artist uh, for Doctor Who. Uh, tell me a little bit about that, and, and, and what's what's happening in the in the Doctor Who universe, because it, it just keeps, I don't know, every couple of years it has this big resurgence for people that discover it or rediscover it, right? Yeah, no kidding. In fact, Doctor Who is is something that you know uh, us uh, on on this this side of, of of the Atlantic Ocean. You know, we a lot of people didn't know that it, it's been around for you know decades and decades yeah. and decades. But really, when Netflix got this thing, um, you know, about about ten years ago, it just blew up. Man, every single person said, "Oh, have you heard about this Doctor Who?" Look, I thought it was a medical drama. That's how like. <laughs> I pointed out how much fun it is. And look, for those listeners who don't know what it is, this is about a space alien named the Doctor. He can travel through time and space in a magical phone booth called the TARDIS. 
And if that right there doesn't pique your interest, I don't know what will. But um, our buddy uh, Kelly Yates, he's he's one of the most talented illustrators out there. Um, he's been a, a friend of mine for for well over a decade. Um, we've I've I've known this this guy as he's worked his way up through doing self owned titles such as Amber Adams into uh, some more mainstream titles, and this is kind of something that that the fans have really taken to. Um, he's an illustrator, so what he does is he draws Doctor Who comic books. And uh, in addition, he's drawn some of the designs for various Doctor Who toys as well as Doctor Who uh, clothing. It's um, it's pretty darn nifty knowing, uh, uh, knowing people like this and then also welcoming to our show. So Kelly has been a longtime guest of ours, but he reached out to me and said, Brett, I haven't been to Richmond in a long time. I remember how much your fans love seeing me. I can't wait to see them again. And I'm sure he's going to bring some new stuff with him. So thanks for asking about Kelly. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, look, I am one of those guys who knows that TARDIS stands for Time and Relative Dimensions in Space. And, and I, <laughs> all right. All right. And I know the enemies have been the Daleks, although they've changed over the years. Who was your favorite Doctor Who, Brett? You know, <laughs> I it, it's... Oh, it's Tom Robinson. Come on, give it up, man. It was Tom Robinson. He's the only guy who pulled it off the way he should have. (laughs) Well, you know, I really, uh, I guess the the last Doctor, you know, of of the fans that have been been following this for so long that we actually had a female Doctor. And and she she really kind of helped, helped reach out and bring more fans into this hobby, more fans into into following this this multi-generational, multi-decade uh, lifespan. So I'd say, um, you know, it's so hard to, to, to put fingers on, on, on a favorite. You know, David Tennant is, uh, oh, you yeah. know, anybody. Excellent. Yeah, he, he's, he's, a, he's a lot of fun. I think he really put a younger twist on this. Um, but I think, I think the female doctor did a lot to bring new fans into the series and, and to make sure that they stuck around. So wow. uh, very lucky, uh, you know, to, to have, have so many creative and talented people working on that on that TV program. It's kind of cool when you think about it, Brett. You you could have a set of grandparents, parents, chil- and children, and and grandkids, all of whom watch Doctor Who, and all of whom, quite frankly, became uh, fans of or enamored with a different Doctor. Right, right, and you know, uh, there's just like there's there's Trekkies or Trekkers. These 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 super fans of the Doctor Who series are called Whovians. And it's, uh, to me, it sounds almost like a Dr. Seuss type of name, but uh, <laughs> hey, there's another doctor for you. But um, there's a, uh, we, uh, you're right, you're right that this is, you know, just like Star Wars, right? Star Wars came out in 77 and they're pumping out brand new stuff every single week on Disney Plus. That this is something that, that hopefully, you know, people can come to the show and really say, hey, that's something for me. At the same yeah. time, their children or grandchildren can say, oh, no, look over here, there's something for me. And so, look, I'm I'm a little too old to remember Pokemon, but boy, are there a lot of Pokemon fans that come out to our show. So it's um, there's there's things for there's there's creative things for everybody, and we have so many amazing local and regional crafts people making all that nerdy stuff. When people hear crafts, they think you know wicker baskets and uh, maybe maybe a couple of knitted scarves and things like that. And we might have some of that stuff, but really. We've got some creative people making keychains, making original stickers, bumper stickers, cool, uh, awesome hats, like rad pillowcases. So there's 
you know, we're going to find people are going to find that, you know, the old, Oh, I don't read comic books. That's fine. Look, I'm not going to give anybody grief for not reading comic books, but if you don't find something at my show that puts a giant smile on your face, and remember my show is only 12 bucks. It's less than the price of a movie ticket. So like, if you can't find something that entertains the heck out of you as much as, as, as a, a movie ticket goes, then I, I think you just aren't trying hard enough because boy, have we, have we packed it out this weekend. All right, so give us the details for folks to uh, to get some tickets and show up over there at uh, the Raceway and enjoy Virginia Comic Con. Let's get those details, my friend. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff, no problem. So, uh, everybody, we're going to be at the Richmond Raceway. It's going to be open to the public 11 to 4. Um, it's totally free for children, totally free parking. Everybody 13 and older is just $12 tickets. You can get those tickets online. The only place to get them is our website, VA Comic Con. So Victor Alpha Comic Con. That's, that's the way you're going to go there. Uh, I'm sorry, VA Comic Con.com, excuse me. And, um, uh, go ahead and, and log in. It's super easy to register for tickets. You're going to bring them on your phone or print them out. We're going to get you zapped in and in the door quickly. Um, but as Jeff mentioned, we've been running this thing for 37 years. I think we have a pretty good idea of what we're up to. And we can't wait to welcome our thousands and thousands of fans back to the Richmond Comic-Con. Well, Brett, I love you, man. I wish you nothing but great success. We'll have to uh, try and connect at one of these, or maybe we'll do a road trip up to Fairbanks one year and uh, help you. Get, uh... <laughs> Please do. It's a, <laughs> it's a heck of a road trip, but uh, but we can't wait to ha- have you and the crew up there, Jeff. And we really, uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for having us on the show today because we uh, it's important to to get the word out to as many people as possible that enjoy having a good time. And I think your fans are going to get a kick out of this. I couldn't agree with you more. Thank you, Brett. That is Brett Carreras, 37 years, Virginia Comic-Con, VA Comic-Con.com, VA Comic-Con.com. That's how you get your tickets. So it's 12 bucks. It's bucks, rather. It's this weekend uh, at RIR. I'm sorry, Richmond Raceway Complex. I still call it RIR. But you know where it is. It's the Raceway. It'll be great fun. And for anybody of any age you will find something that as brett said is going to put a smile on your face go to that website vacomiccon.com vacomiccon.com jeff katz news radio wrba Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Friday Eve, and you know what is the big thing on TikTok right now? TikTok, the tool of the Chinese Communist Party that uh, our president, who I think is a wholly owned subsidiary of the Chinese Communist Party, refuses to shut down. You remember the uh, uh, the orange guy with the mean tweets said, we need to get rid of TikTok. And all the good upstanding leftists said, oh, we're going to keep that. That's a good thing. I was told by uh, management here back in the, oh, I had to have TikTok. I said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm glad I didn't because we see what it is. Well, guess what's trending right now, if you will, on TikTok? What's the big thing on TikTok? It's a letter that Osama bin Laden read, uh, wrote rather, number of years ago before he launch the attacks against the Trade Center, the Pentagon, the rest of it. And younger Americans are reading it and saying, yes, we, we, we agree with this. We agree that the United States is a bad nation. We as, uh, uh, agree that uh, 
acts of terrorism are perfectly okay. I'm going to explore that more as we head into the 4 o'clock hour. And guess what? That ties in with this absolutely absurd, ridiculous, insulting piece that I have been sharing with you that says, here are 12 reasons that Americans should stop celebrating Thanksgiving. This is all about undermining this nation. This is all about destroying Western culture. And we're at a point, it may very well be too late, but but we do have to talk about it. My friend John Reed uh, will be here tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Please make sure that you are here for John's program because you know he tackles these and uh, other very, very important issues as well. 357, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Four oh five, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Friday Eve. There you go. Yeah. All right. I just kind of like the sound of that better than than Thursday. Ugh. Uh, Tom Baker, without question, the best Doctor Who in history. Period. End of story. Nobody, nobody can hold a candle. To Tom Baker, the best of the best. Slightly de- delayed here or distracted because my uh, youngest boy's uh, plane uh, is 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 slightly delayed. All right, it's okay. We'll 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 get through it. But he's uh, he'll be back here later tonight, which is uh, a good thing. It's a good thing. So I mentioned this uh, the story I've been following. Twelve reasons Americans should stop celebrating Thanksgiving. We we got through I don't know, I think eight or nine of them. I'll, I'll share the rest of them later, but. Um, I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at what is now the biggest thing on TikTok. And it's that folks who are the age of your kids and mine are now reposting a letter and saying they agree with Osama bin Laden. Kids who were either newborn or not even born yet when Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda attacked us are now saying they, uh, they agree with Osama bin Laden. Joe Biden, who's a, I mean, he's a weasel, but... Uh, you notice that he was conspicuous by his absence at that rally and march against anti-Semitism. Why? I mean, honest to goodness, how could anybody actually be uncommitted or otherwise committed when it comes to the issue of anti-Semitism? I have a video that I uh, posted over on the uh, Jeff Cat show page on Facebook, and you can watch it over there, where Israel took you through a children's hospital that was actually being used as a headquarters for Hamas. Right? Body cam footage, it's, it's, it's narrated, you can see it all, it's, it's very, very clear. Now, how can anybody stand with that? I don't know. I don't get it. I, I Personally, I don't get it. I, I, I try to understand it. I don't think it's it's working for me in terms of understanding it, but there it is. People are demonstrating that they support anti-Semites. They're demonstrating that they support Hamas. 
they are they are standing up and saying that yeah you should kill the Jews. Oh my God, what what sort of a world are we living in right now? And then you realize, well, Rashida Tlaib, a member of Congress, has been a member of a private Hamas-supporting Facebook group, apparently for years. Is that not enough to disqualify her from being in the House of Representatives? Now, that uh, goofball from New York... George, whatever his name was, the the congressman who said he did this, but he didn't do that, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So he's already announced he's not running for re-election. All right, there's a shocker for you. But you know what? He's he's also not resigning, and nobody's forcing him to resign. Nobody's saying, hey, look, you got to get out of here. It, it just it would seem to me that if you find yourself surrounded by nitwits, Probably in the wrong place, right? But if you find yourself surrounded by people like, I don't know, Rashida Tlaib, that, that's more than nitwittery at play. That's somebody who has adopted a stance that is completely and totally against the very nation she has taken an oath, an oath to support and defend and serve. Where, where are the rules in Congress? Doesn't anybody at any point say, hey, listen, you got to go. You got to go. I I don't know is all I can tell you. That's all that I can tell you. I do have a little traffic uh, update for you. I-64 West at Charlottesville is now at a complete stop because of a vehicle fire backed up forever so if you're you're out and about you got a couple of places you got to look out for 95 here in the ashland area exit 92 that's uh 54 england street uh you are still believe it or not you're still dealing with the aftermath of this uh, major accident this morning i'm hearing five vehicles involved one fatality uh they haven't uh identified the person who was killed, I, and I don't know who it was. All I can tell you is that when Heidi and I were uh, running her errands this morning, she's got surgery coming up, so he's just back and forth to this doctor and that doctor and this medical hut and the rest of it. But uh, 95 was still a mess. And that was it was in both directions, by the way. It was in both directions. And, and I saw the remnants of the tractor-trailer just just awful my god just you you look at that and it's it's just it was painful to look at it really was i i don't know who it was that uh, perished in the accident so i i'm not going to say anything one way or the other but i can tell you that what we saw of that tractor trailer was just so thoroughly um, disturbing it was uh, it, it was something else so you've got to deal with that and then 64 west at uh, charlottesville is also at a complete stop again a um, a car fire out there oh there's another uh hamas operational command center that's been discovered by the idf do you think that the uh, the folks at hamas nbc are going to ignore that as well i mean i, I just I, I i look at and i listen to and i am going to force you to listen to some 
of the the so-called reporting over there at Hamas NBC. And, and you just think, my God, do you have any idea what's really going on? Even CNN. CNN is so far in the tank, it would seem, for Hamas that even their their regularly scheduled friends like Democrat Party members of Congress are smacking them out. I think we ought to start with that one. Now, this is uh, Congressman Jared Moskowitz. He was on CNN, and, well, I'll just, I'll just let this uh, explain itself for you. Cut number three. Are you a little bit concerned about the differing stories that are coming out? Obviously, they're in the middle uh, of an operation, which gets very complicated. But are you, do you have any concerns about the different stories that you're hearing from the IDF? Well, first of all, U.S. intelligence has also confirmed that they believe that there is a Hamas uh, infrastructure uh, below that hospital. So it's not just the Israelis. Uh, you know, with that said, look, I'm deeply worried about civilians that are in the hospital that Hamas wouldn't let leave. And obviously I'm worried about, you know, these unborn babies needing the, the medical uh, tools, incubators, things that they need. I know the Israeli government is trying to send those things and try to get them at, out of that hospital. But we got to stop listening to Hamas. Why are we listening to Hamas propaganda look, look, that they wait, continue this, to put wait, but out? This wasn't, Hamas, this wasn't Hamas. This was just a differing of some of the no, no, um, no, IDF we, 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 military. We, we, no, but we mentioned, that, we mentioned that Hamas denies that they have an infrastructure below the hospital. Why are we listening to them? What, do you think they're going to come out and say, yeah, our infrastructure is below the hospital? I mean, the Israelis wouldn't be there, right? There wouldn't be all this focus on the hospital if they didn't have evidence that they're looking for, if they didn't have access to tunnels, if they didn't have the technology to see below. They're there for a reason. That's why there's a continued focus on the hospital. This idea that Israel's just picking, picking on a hospital, trying to hurt people, is the, is the Hamas propaganda that they want. Hamas could have let those people leave weeks ago, right? They could have let them leave, but they held them at gunpoint because what Hamas Hamas wants is Hamas wants to use the Palestinians, the innocent Palestinians, as propaganda. They want them to die, and then they want to put those images all over television. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, by the way, he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat. And, and he's, he's, uh, he's a pretty hardcore Democrat. He's definitely a, uh, a liberal Democrat. I don't think he would argue with that assertion at all. But he called out his own. He called out CNN and said, hey, you people just keep pimping this Hamas nonsense, and you ought to cut it out. So good for him. I am willing to pay tribute to anybody of any political party, uh, any faith, any height, any width, uh, any hair color, any fashion accessory. I don't care. Anybody who's willing to stand up and say, you're either with Hamas or you're not. You're either with Israel or you're not. You just can't have a little piece of both. And if you are not with Israel, I'm telling you right now, you're standing with evil. I don't think that's where you want to be standing. 415, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Four twenty-two. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. A couple of uh, folks decided to uh, touch base via text, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. I was sharing with you the 14 reasons why you and I should cancel Thanksgiving 
I think we got to number seven. I'll, I'll have more of them, good, bad, or indifferent. We'll do that uh, in the 5 o'clock hour. And a couple of folks, uh, as I said, writing in, Jeff, I've never heard such crap. I am prepping for our family's favorite holiday. The bozo who wrote that needs to get off his or her holier-than-thou high horse. That's from Roxana. I, I agree with you, Roxana. Hey, Jeff, if they want to get rid of Thanksgiving, well, then they can work on a four-day paid weekend, says Tim in Chesterfield. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you on all of that. Uh, Jeff, I work three jobs to make ends meet and provide for my family. I have little compassion for people that sit on corners all day and hold a sign telling me they are in need. Yeah. It's 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 a sad commentary when you think about it. You know what's also sad is that uh, we have so many right now younger folks who are reposting. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. sharing this Osama bin Laden letter from, what, 20 years ago, 21 years ago? And they're saying, see, we agree with him. America's bad, and it's perfectly okay to launch terrorist attacks against America or or against Israel, because they're part of this as well. And you just think, my God, how, how is it possible to have such an uninformed or ill-informed generation right in front of our eyes? You and I lived through 9-11. We saw what happened, and here we are. Our children are on TikTok sharing the Osama bin Laden letter and doing it with glee and pride. This is exactly what should happen. Same time out in California, President Xi from China is welcomed like a, well, like a conquering hero. You know why? Because he's a conqueror. That's why. That's why. Hmm. Interesting. Don't you think? Cleaned up San Francisco. All the talk was uh, was a visit from the boss. I mean, they didn't clean it up for you. They didn't clean it up for me. Hell, they didn't even clean it up for Joe Biden. But they cleaned it up for she. Why? Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Bizarre, I suppose. Mike in Bottoms Bridge says, Jeff, this younger generation is a product of systematic brainwashing from grade school to college. Social media is just another source of the propaganda being pushed. I agree with you. I agree with you completely. I don't know where we go. I'm not even sure how we get there if we know where we're going. Somebody who probably has a little better insight than I do. In fact, I know he does. Dr. Michael Brown. Dr. Brown has been with us so many times. I am uh, a devoted reader of Dr. Brown's books. Sometimes you'll read a book and go, man, I don't agree with anything in there. And sometimes you'll read a book and go, I agree with everything. But when you read a book and it forces you, forces you to think, that's a good book. And make no mistake, any and all of Dr. Brown's books 
will uh, make you think. Now, he does have a brand new book out because he writes them about as fast as I read them. But I also want to talk to him about what is going on in Israel as we speak, what is going on with Israel and Hamas. Because I don't know about you, I look at this and I just see evil on full display. I really do. Uh, is this uh, a war of biblical proportions? I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Dr. Brown will certainly have some some great insight because that's who he is and that's what he does. And uh, he'll be with us at 435. It is 426. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 435. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is Thursday. We are dealing with so very much this afternoon. Uh, we will unfortunately have to share the last couple of parts of the uh, the 14 reasons that uh, you and I should not celebrate Thanksgiving it's one of the most bizarre pieces that I've read in a long time and uh, this this sharing now by folks who are well the ages of my my children on TikTok of this letter Osama bin Laden wrote explaining why it was perfectly okay to attack the United States and Israel and uh, they're siding with the wrong people in that. What exactly is going on? Have we have we just lost an entire generation? Uh, in the middle of all of this, I talk about Dr. Michael Brown, and uh, I'm always so, so grateful when he's got a few moments for us. Uh, writing books on a regular basis, I think he writes them just about as fast as I can read them. He's got a brand new book out called Seize the Moment, which I think speaks to a lot of uh, how we deal with what we're seeing. Dr. Brown, always a pleasure. Thank you for being here. Yeah, what a day we live in, Jeff. Always good to be with you. Oh, it is a, it's a bizarre time. I mean, my gosh, are are we seeing evil? Is this is Satan orchestrating this entire thing uh, with Israel and Hamas? Well, what we're seeing is things really coming to the light. You know, we knew Hamas was a terrorist organization all these years. We knew that they represented radical Islam. We knew that they were not a peace partner or anything like that. But the the barbarism. They're doing things that even ISIS didn't do. It, it just revealed how, how evil they were and they are. And then when you have immediately pro-Hamas rallies beginning around the world, you, you'd think that, that at least there'd be sympathy and outcry on behalf of the slaughtered Jewish people. But, but no, pro-Hamas demonstrations, you, you had Muslims in, in, in Sydney, Australia. And of course, this does not represent all Muslims in any way. But at, at the Sydney Opera House, chanting, gas the Jews. Yeah. I mean, and this is days after these things happened. So it's bringing a lot of stuff up to the surface, which really is satanic. And, and Jew hatred, it's, as I've documented for over 30 years, really is diabolical. Yes. Uh, it's the longest hatred in human history. It's the most widespread ha- hatred. It's the most irrational hatred. Uh, Jews are hated for being rich. They're hated for being poor. They're hated for being religious. They're hated for being irreligious. <laughs> They're hated for being kicked out of countries. They're hated for having their own country. You think, what, what, what makes this tick? Ultimately, it really is a diabolical, demonic thing. And, and a lot of this is it's distressing, but the positive is that it's flushing up to the surface. We're seeing what's really out there. We're seeing things in many ways that, uh, at least for me, I, I've never seen personally. I've seen videos and movies about what happened uh, at the time of Hitler and saw how people just automatically came together. It seems, oh, yes, these are evil people and they're ruining this and they're ruining that. It was so evil, to, so easy, it seemed, to bring them together in the uh, 
in the mission of uh, of, of ugliness and evil and violence and just pure evil. Uh, are our younger folks now, because of TikTok and other things, predisposed to that sort of behavior? Yeah, here's here's what it is. There's a positive characteristic, especially with Gen Z, which is empathy for the underdog, siding with the with the oppressed minority. Okay. Hence. The idea of, you know, you stand up for your gay friend or your trans friend. So tons of kids now, you know, 25, 30, 40 percent of young people identify as somewhere in the LGBTQ plus spectrum, not because they're necessarily same sex attracted or struggling with gender identity, but showing solidarity to their friends and to those they feel are marginalized. Well, when it comes to Israel, they've heard this narrative for years. They've grown up with it. Evil Israel, the, the evil occupier genocidal Israel, Israel guilty of ethnic cleansing, and uh, although we want to see peace and well-being for everyone in the land, it's portrayed as if Israel is the evil occupier and the Palestinians are just this innocent, oppressed people being destroyed by by the Israelis. So when, when Israel goes to fight back against Hamas, and Hamas is using women and children, babies as human shields, Israel's the guilty party. When When Israel gets slaughtered, you have... 31 student organizations at Harvard say this is completely Israel's fault. So you get butchered, and it's Israel's fault. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a shift because of propaganda. It's a shift that appeals to their sense of empathy. But they've been, they've been fed a lot of lies, and the bombardment is such through social media, the level of bias, the level of Jew hatred that's there, the very influential uh, social, social influences that are really Hamas propagandists, Tragically, that's what's out there. And now the Osama bin, La- bin, bin Laden letter, uh, that old letter resurfacing, that shows, okay, this is what they're buying into. So again, it's, it's shocking, but it's coming to the surface, which means, we, aside from fighting a spiritual battle, which followers of Jesus will understand, we have to also fight the battle of education. And we have to do a better job of teaching, training, exposing, and helping people to, to see what's real, and then they can decide for themselves. Dr. Michael Brown is joining us, and uh, insight, quite frankly, like uh, no one else can offer, a, a, a brilliant man and always uh, such a such a marvelous guest. The new book is called Seize the Movement. I do uh, seize the moment, rather. And I want to talk about that in a second, Dr. Brown, but you talked about this educational process. Uh, I try and address the, the the media component of that on a regular basis, and, and, and we listen to MSNBC, and you might as well be reading from a Hamas booklet. It's It's, it's just absolutely appalling. I want you to tackle the religious part of this. Uh, I see so many evangelical Christians standing up and saying, we won't stand for this. We stand with the Jewish people. We stand with God's chosen people. But are there some within that, that body of Christ who are saying, oh, oh no, 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 you can, you can be over here with the Hamas folks? Well, I don't think they'd be standing with Hamas as, as much as not standing with Israel. Okay. Uh, it, it's more prevalent in the younger generation for these same reasons. But this is also flushing out the theology that is so convinced that God is done with the people of Israel as a people that it cannot see the modern state of Israel connecting with biblical prophecy. So when God says, I will scatter you in all the nations— and I will bring you back from all the nations. And it actually happened. Like, who brought them back? How did it happen? If you believe that God is sovereign, how did it happen? So back in the land, as the prophet said, even coming back in unbelief, and then there, 
uh, having the Bible image clean water sprinkled on them. In other words, a change of heart and beginning to see that happen little by little. Rather than recognizing that, you have people that, that actually go on the extreme opposite. They demonize the modern state of Israel. They believe all the negative propaganda. And it's bringing that to the surface as well. But, but we should major on the large evangelical Christian support that is there for Israel. I had on my, my own radio show before being on with you, Jeff, I had an Orthodox Jewish friend from Israel mm-hmm. talking about how immensely meaningful it is to them in the land now with so much world anti-Semitism to know that, that evangelical Christians are the best friends they have in the world. And, and the support that they see is, is tremendously meaningful and, and moving, and it helps remove a lot of the stigma, the baggage of anti-Semitism in church history. Yes. So for the Christians that, that are showing their love for Israel, it does not mean you compromise any of your Christian beliefs, but it means you recognize God has brought the Jewish people to the land. Satan wants to wipe the Jewish people out. Therefore, we stand with God against Satan. Absolutely. And, you know, the, uh, uh, the history of, of some who purported to be Christian, you, you addressed that in one of your earlier books, Our Hands Are uh, Stained with Blood. It's an amazing book, and it's a, it's a, it's a must-read. Well, you, all of your books are must-reads. I've told you that. But uh, that one in particular, I think, is... Uh, is essential, and I think it's beautiful to see so many within the evangelical Christian community reaching out to people they know who were Jewish. My wife and I were at dinner last night, a, a little get together in our neighborhood, uh, and, and no lie here, Doctor Brown, there were there were there were a dozen people who more or more who just came over and said, "We we just want you to know uh, we're thinking about you, we're praying for you, we stand with Israel, we pray for Israel." And I thought, well, this is just. It, it's it, it's beautiful. It's absolutely uh, evidence of God, and it's people standing up and saying to Satan, absolutely not. Yeah, and, and this has to happen. It, it's essential that it happens. Number one, it reflects God's heart. And number two, it is part of a true Christian witness that recognizes there there is a unique connection between the church and the Jewish people. And, and the, the savior of the world is a crucified Jewish rabbi. Mm-hmm. And, and when Jesus returns, he's coming back to Jerusalem. You know, I ask all my friends, Christian friends, to say, well, God doesn't have purposes for the nation of Israel, or modern Israel is not fulfillment of prophecy. I said, well, why, why the world battle over Israel? Why does everyone care about Jerusalem? Does it mean anything that scriptures speak about the nations of the world coming up in war against Jerusalem at the end of the age? Is it coincidental that there's so much hostility towards the Jewish Jerusalem? And why, pray tell, is Jesus, Yeshua, coming back to Jerusalem if it doesn't matter anymore? Why come back to that piece of land? So we have to realize that, that we're watching scriptures unfold in front of our eyes. I'm not a date setter. I'm not looking to do that. We have to live practically every day of our lives and make decisions based on, on pragmatism and things like that. At the same time, we must recognize that, that Scripture is being fulfilled in front of our eyes. The, the rising conflicts surrounding a Jewish Jerusalem, it's, it's all in the Bible. So when, when we recognize it, it just gets us more on the alert. It gets us thinking in, in not just looking at the news, but what's behind the news. Right. And then the question is, what should we as Christians do? So I constantly say that, that Palestinian blood is just as precious in God's sight mm-hmm. as Jewish blood. Mm-hmm. Israel's problem is also the problem of the Palestinians. Hamas is destroying Palestinian life. It's not helping the Palestinian people. It's destroying them. If you get rid of Hamas, then you have a better chance for the people's future.
Oh, so true. So true. Uh, Dr. Michael Brown is with us. Dr. Brown, I will tell you that I hold in my hands uh, copy number 175 of Seize the Moment. Uh, Zachariah 10.1 is what you uh, put in the front of this. Yes. As you know, I pre-order, uh, I think, every one of your books at this point. I know it. I know it. <laughs> Uh, There's so much in here, and I'm going to make sure we get it up on our social media, but Chapter 12, Beware of a Smiting Spirit. Boy, does that not fit with what we're doing right now, what we're seeing right now? Uh, So I I wrote Seize the Moment. This is a spiritually oriented book about when we talk about revivals and awakenings in in our history, that that something is beginning to stir in churches all over America, and and we must seize the moment when it happens. So you got a pre-order copy. It officially releases in about five, six weeks, I think January 2nd. But what happens within our ranks in the midst of spiritual controversy is we begin to attack one another. And, and I'm, I'm watching it unfold on social media. I mean, it's been for years, you know, during, during the 2020 elections, our attack of one another, I posted the other day, we don't, the devil doesn't need to do anything. He can go on vacation. We're tearing each other apart. And whenever a controversy rises, Instead of us rising higher and going, standing above it and trying to set a good example of conduct and conversation and speaking to one another with respect and honor, we savage each other and attack each other and tear each other down. And, and that is the exact antithesis, the exact opposite of what happens when the Holy Spirit is moving. And, and when we fall into that mindset, boy, whatever good is happening in our midst is going to get short-circuited instantly. Yeah. Now, the book you said, Seize the Moment, the latest book is available soon. I got one of the pre-order copies. Yeah, folks can order it. I mean, they can go to Amazon or wherever okay. they order it and pre-order it, and uh, either the ebook or the physical book, and they'll get it uh, first of the new year. Or they can go to our website if they want to get a copy in advance, AskDrBrown.org. As you did, they, it won't be number 175, but they can get a copy in advance at AskDrBrown.org. Well, that's where I want to send everybody, because it's not just this book that I think folks ought to have in their uh, uh, collection. It's not just your latest book. There's so many things that you have addressed through the years. They're, they're, they're written brilliantly, uh, and, and it's, always, uh, it's always an educational experience, but... It's a, it's an enjoyable experience. I think you have an amazing blessing in that regard, Dr. Brown, that, that what you're presenting is so serious and so uh, filled with, uh, with love and the spirit and all the rest of it, but it is, it is thoroughly enjoyable. Your talent as a writer is on full display, and so I, I just, you know, I, I'm a fan, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, uh, I, I have long enjoyed your writing. So, yes, askdrbrown.org is, is the way people ought to get it, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and um, sign up for the emails. We're going to be launching a new Frontlines newsletter okay. early next year. Uh, first of its kind that we're putting out, kind of take you behind the scenes, inspirational stories, really let you know what's happening, how we're making a difference together. So folks go to askdrbrown.org to sign up for the emails. It'll be absolutely free, but it'll be a way to stand on the front lines together. I love it. And by the way, I want to tell you that uh, my brand new hip is working out just fine. You and I met for the first time after speaking by radio and phone for years uh, at that wonderful uh, Seder at the Museum of the Bible, and you asked yes, why I had Yes, a, yes, uh, yes. A, yes, Kane, and, 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 and uh, I have no doubt that uh, the, your your prayers were part of it, but I'm I'm doing really, really well, and I thank you for uh, for everything that you continue to do every day. God bless you, my friend. God bless. Thanks for having me on, and that's great news. I appreciate it. 
Thank you. That is Dr. Michael Brown. AskDrBrown.org is the website that I would send you to, AskDrBrown.org. The latest book is called Seize the Moment, How to Fuel the Fires of Revival. But there are so many books that Dr. Brown has written through the years that uh, I joke with him that I've got an entire, I had an entire shelf. And I now am I'm, I'm on the other shelf, and I'm just going to have to break down and get an entire bookcase for for his books. I'm I'm, I'm hoping that he's able to uh, continue writing books for another seventy years. He's just amazing. Four fifty, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. Five oh five. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It's Thursday, or as we like to say, Friday Eve. And I, I'm like a little kid right about now. I, I just, I've got to tell you that two of my favorite people have been on the program today. Dr. Michael Brown and uh, Dr. Keith Avalo is coming up. So I'm, I'm, I'm just always thrilled when I get the chance to uh, chat with either one of those guys. But in addition to that, I am sitting here like a little kid on Christmas Eve with the NORAD tracker, right? You know how you can track Santa on, on Christmas Eve? And uh, lots of folks, and you don't have to be a kid to do it, because I, I, I do it. Uh, but you can follow Santa's uh, flight around the world. So I have been like one of those little kids throughout the course of the day following the travels of my youngest, Joe. And I'm looking at this now. His uh, his flight has left the gate at uh, Charlotte International, Douglas, and uh, will be arriving here. It's going to be late. It's 46 minutes late. But but given where he had to travel from, I don't know if you've ever been to Ithaca, New York. Uh, there's nothing there. Uh, well, there's two, a couple of colleges, and there's some lakes, and, uh, you know, Matt DiNardo uh, from uh, 8 News, I think, likes to do some fishing up there. But there's there's not a lot of there there. And so they have an airport, but you can't get to anywhere from that airport, and nobody goes to that airport. So uh, first this kid had to start with a bus ride from, from the college to the Syracuse airport, and then the Syracuse airport to Charlotte, and Charlotte to Richmond. But uh, it's okay. It's okay because a couple of hours from now, this little guy's going to be back. He's not little. I mean, he's taller than all the rest of us. And uh, I'm just anxious to, to hear what's been going on. And uh, Heidi and I, as we were driving around today, we just had some errands to do. And some of them are these medical errands, which, quite frankly, are no fun. It doesn't matter how nice the nurses are, how nice the doctors are. It, it, it's no fun. But we had to do that because she's getting this uh, brand new shoulder in uh, in about two weeks. And then, because we are hosting Thanksgiving uh, for some great friends, and uh, we just added one more guest who's, who's an absolute delight. She's one of Joe's uh, friends. And so we're gonna have a we're gonna have ten. We're gonna have ten adults. And I said to Heidi, boy, we gotta get our our stuff together. We gotta go. I mean, now's the time. So uh, we did the, all these medical errands, and then we uh, headed over to a Tom Leonard's Farmers Market. Tom was there. Tom, by the way, looks great. I don't know if you know this. Uh, Tom is doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and he's become one of the highest ranked guys in his age bracket in the world. And he uh, he looks like he could 
step into the octagon and take care of business. And apparently, that's what he's doing. So anyway, but we were there. We're talking about a bunch of stuff, and it's it's always it's always difficult when we go shopping there, simply because we're friends and so it's not just like we run into the store and get this this and this that we want we invariably uh wind up uh, just chatting and cutting up and having a good time but 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 long story short we got a bunch of stuff so we're ready to roll that's what i'm saying is we're ready to roll and, and as we're doing this as you probably are doing something similar i'm sharing with you this this absolutely bat crap crazy article 14 reasons why we should cancel Thanksgiving. 14 reasons why you and I should no longer celebrate Thanksgiving. I guess we're up to number 10. Okay, so we only have a few left. Number 10, it ignores social inequalities. Hmm. Thanksgiving narratives often emphasize a sort of universal American experience that fails to account for vast social and economic disparities. By presenting an image of universal prosperity and family togetherness, we overlook the very real struggles faced by marginalized communities. Well, let me tell you a little something. Most of us who are good people, and I would dare say most people who are part of this program are pretty good people. Do you forget the people who are not as blessed as you are? I'm willing to bet you don't. I'm willing to bet that you take some time, maybe some effort, maybe some money, and put it towards helping those who don't have as much as you do or don't have a family system, don't have any place to be for Thanksgiving. I don't discuss on the air charity work that I do. I, I mean, I, I tell you up, up front, I do it, but I'm not getting into the, the tiny little details and the minutia because then it, it, it kind of defeats the reason that I'm doing it. I just want to do it to, I don't even like talking about it this way, but I feel like I'm talking on behalf of other people who are also in this situation. So here's what I can tell this person who wrote this that tells me I should cancel Thanksgiving because somehow, some way, I am overlooking the very real struggles of people. Well... I can tell you this, I have made it a point through the years to go with my sons and help prepare meals for soup kitchens, if you will. Uh, I have taken my sons to provide volunteer service at uh, food pantries. I have donated good chunk of money to help provide meals and housing and all the rest of this. Uh, I have volunteered thousands of hours to help people who don't have what I am fortunate to have. And so I, I don't feel in any way pressed to cancel Thanksgiving because of this. Now, there are a couple more that they throw at us. Number 11, it pressures conformity to outdated norms. Oh, from the idealized family gatherings to the traditional menu, Thanksgiving often pressures people to conform to outdated cultural norms. This includes everything from what's considered appropriate dinner conversation to who is responsible for cooking and cleaning. Does it not sound to you like whoever wrote this just is a bitter little person? God! Just just doesn't get any number 12. 
there's a cultural expectation that Thanksgiving should be spent with family, no matter the emotional or psychological cost. Uh, This pressure can be particularly damaging for individuals with strained or toxic familial relationships. Uh, I don't think you're forced to do any of this. I I think that if, in fact, you hate your family or your family hates you and you don't want to be around them, okay, and you deal with it. But this idea that all the rest of us should cancel our Thanksgiving because you, who clearly are a bitter little collection of people or a little collection of bitter people, I don't know. No, I'm not going to do that. In fact, I don't know who you are, but it sounds like you've had a really lousy experience with thanksgiving in the past i mean if they were local heidi would probably hate me i I might very well extend them an invitation it's craziness don't cancel thanksgiving don't don't cancel any of this do what you know is right in your heart i got news for you you know what is right and you know what you ought to be doing and all of this pushback against Western civilization and make no mistake that's what we're seeing this is an attempt to abolish culture abolish civilization and replace it with well that's the question tomorrow morning my friend John Reed is going to be here his show starts at 6 a.m. always a fantastic listen make no mistake about that I'm hoping that I will see you there 6 a.m. bright and early at uh, the very start of John's show. Right here, News Radio WRBA. 520, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is Friday Eve. Yeah, all right, it's Thursday, but it's Friday Eve. Now, great things happen on Friday, you know that. Uh, this Friday is going to be a very special Friday. It's not the final Friday of the month, and yet we will bestow our Lieutenant Jan McTurn and Blue Friday honor on a very deserving Central Virginia law enforcement officer. Why? Well, because next Friday is uh, the final Friday of the month, but it's also the Friday after Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm not going to be here, and we should be honest amongst ourselves. Uh, Most of us will be otherwise occupied. And you know part of the reason for the Lieutenant Jan McTurn and Blue Friday honor is to get as many people to understand as possible that there really are good people, good women, good men who go out every single solitary day and serve our community. So for November and December, I think we're going to have the same situation in December. It's not going to be the actual uh, last Friday of the month. I don't think. I haven't looked that far ahead. But we'll, we'll do it at a special time the special date anyway it'll still be 3 30 and 5 30 and then in january we'll resume uh with the final friday of the month and we've got a great great honoree this month we had the chance to uh, record it uh, a couple of days ago and i honest to goodness i was just blown away uh, by this particular officer who funny enough was blown away by the fact that he was getting the honor this is one of the things that's so clear every time one of these uh men or women come in every one of them i mean every one of them has said something along these lines why am i here 
I, 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 I don't deserve this. I didn't forget about it. It's like, no, that's the whole point. The whole point. Because real heroes don't tell other people about what they're doing. They really don't. So that'll be uh, this Friday. Jeff, did you see President Washington's 1789 declaration of a day of national Thanksgiving on November the 26th, which I gave to John Reed to give to you? No. Huh. I wonder if John Reed absconded with it. Nah, he wouldn't do that. He probably just forgot. No, I have not. But uh, I I will ask John to uh, send that to me. And uh, I I absolutely want to take a look at that. Thank you. Uh, Jan and Ashland says, Jeff, it sounds like the person who wrote that give up on Thanksgiving piece either didn't get the piece of turkey that he wanted or he got in trouble with his mouth in front of grandma. Or, Or maybe this person just never had a Thanksgiving dinner. Or... It's a Gen X that doesn't want to be an oppressor. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Michael Brown was talking about that. We've we've raised a generation that says, oh, we're always going to cheer for the, quote, underdogs. It's uh, it's all about the oppressed. The problem is that you have people painting a picture of folks who are, quote, oppressed who are not actually oppressed. Jeff, I grew up on a cotton farm. I spent more Thanksgiving meals in the field than a dinner table. Thanksgiving comes in many looks and forms. Mitchell and Chesterfield. Yep, sure does. Sure does. And I am hoping that uh, you, Mitchell, get the chance to uh, enjoy this year. Uh, le- in fact, let me uh, let me give you uh, one of the worst offenders. Uh, BBC. Now, the BBC ran a terrible report blaming Israel for an attack on a hospital. And then after the truth was shown, well, we'll do these. Cut number five, please. At this moment, we are hearing from Reuters that is reporting that Israel, it says its forces are carrying out an operation against Hamas in Gaza's Al-Shifa hospital. And they are targeting people, including medical teams, as well as Arab speakers. Uh, They are also saying that Israel is calling on all Hamas operatives in the hospital to surrender at this point. Once again, we are hearing from Reuters that Israel says that its forces are carrying out an operation against Hamas in that hospital that we had just heard of. They are targeting is Arab speakers as well as some of the medical staff there. And they are asking all Hamas operatives in that hospital to surrender. At this moment, we are hearing from Reuters that is reporting that Israel, it says its forces are carrying out an operation against Hamas in Gaza's El Shifa okay. hospital. So, number one, you would target Arab speakers, then you'd probably be targeting a, a good chunk of the IDF forces. Uh, most Israelis also speak Arabic. And part of the reason is that Hebrew, even modern Hebrew, uh, is a holy language and you can't curse in it. You can't. So just about everybody speaks some Arabic. Uh, Cut number six, though, please. And now uh, an apology from the BBC. A BBC News, uh, as it covered uh, initial reports that Israeli forces has entered Gaza's main hospital. We said that medical teams and Arab speakers were being targeted. This was incorrect and misquoted a Reuters report. We should have said IDF forces included medical teams and Arabic speakers for this operation. So we apologize for this error, which fell below our usual editorial standards. The correct version of events was broadcast minutes later well that's a hell of a mistake to make isn't it i mean that is that's 180 degrees the opposite of what the actual news was 
boy. Well, at least they apologized. I'll take that, I guess. Dr. Keith Ablo joins us at uh, 535. It's 526. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 35, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is Thursday, or as we've grown accustomed to saying, Friday Eve. It just sounds uh, a little bit nicer. we got some great stuff coming up tomorrow. A very special presentation of our Lieutenant Jan McTurnan Blue Friday Honor. Next week is Thanksgiving week, and it's going to be a short week for me. I'm just giving you the heads up. Be here Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's all about family, all about Thanksgiving, all about cooking, and all the good stuff. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm like a little kid here watching the uh, the flight arrival thing for my my little guy coming in from college. And then my, my oldest guy won't be back until Wednesday. And uh, he doesn't even get to leave work in D.C. until 2.30 in the afternoon. Gosh. Being a grown-up could be a real pain, huh? Uh, Dr. Keith Ablo joins us every other Thursday. And let me tell you, we always look forward to chatting with uh, Dr. Ablo. Just just brilliant insight on everything. Keith, how are you, my friend? I am well. How are you, Jeff? I, I'm, I'm doing okay. Are you Are you ready for the, uh, the Swampscott Marblehead football game, or are you staying away from that this year? I'm ready. I'm not going to play, but I'm ready. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll, I'll wander by. I, I still like to Put in a little good feeling for Marblehead. Okay. All right. Well, you know, Big Blue. Well, anyway, all right. Uh, you and the magician. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, there is uh, a movement, it seems, to wipe out anything that smacks of, quote, traditional values, including Thanksgiving. I just read this piece. I shared it with the audience, Keith. Uh, 12 reasons or 13 reasons why we should no longer celebrate Thanksgiving, and they're poppycock but i'm thinking there are people that are believing this is is it just a war on western civilization is that what we're seeing i think it's a war on western civilization because western civilization has traditionally supported the notion of people being anchored in themselves and in individuality and autonomy you know human beings don't do so well when they're just sort of floating uh in a nondescript kind of river of humanity, right? We, we design these holidays and we celebrate our stories because they anchor us. They give us a sense of shared history, shared destiny. And yes, those who would say, no, we got to render people vulnerable to occupation by the state in their core mm-hmm. would say, yeah, let's get rid of these things that people say are theirs, times when they gather with their families, right. times by which they measure their, you know, chronology, and they, they, they sort of think of events in their lives proximal to Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or mm-hmm. anniversaries. Let's get rid of all of it so that these folks have no bearings anymore. Yeah. Wow. If you if you are unhinged from that history, then you're you are making yourself susceptible for anything that comes along. Then it's a very dark. That's right. It's a very dark agenda when you start to you know erode the footings of of everything that people have built. Yes. Right. So you inflate their currency so they can't really know, do I have anything that I own or don't I? You mm-hmm. raise their taxes 
such that they say, well, I guess I'm just sort of working for the government. My home isn't really mine because my property taxes and are so high. And if I need a new roof, I probably can't afford that. So now where do you go? It, you know, a large percentage of people will say, well, I guess I'm done for. I better just lean on, you know, this thing called the state. Right. Uh, that's very dangerous because historically it's gone very bad places when people give up and say take care of me and that's what the government wants it is they they, they want that dependence and uh, those who are advocating this I remind everybody dr keith ablo is joining us uh, joins us every other thursday thank god i mean just a, an absolute gift uh, those You're who so are nice this, well, it, it's true, Keith. It, it, but these people want you dependent on them. They want you to give up your your freedom. They want you to give up your belief that you inherently have some value and worth and wait for them, I guess, to dispense it to you. Well, exactly right. And, and you know, these people are broken. They don't even know in government right. that they want it. They just know they want power and they feel better if you have less. Yep. Right. So that's the terrible truth is that their motivation, they would say, no, I'm trying to do good. That's mm -hmm. why I'm passing all these laws and why, you know, we're feeding the beast of the state such that the highways can be, you know, paved again. And, right. you know, we need a collective in order to live good lives. And, you know, if we took 17 minutes with, you, with each of them, yes. we would discover the pages in their life histories that made them so hungry for power and authority and so vampirous, so willing to drink the lifeblood of others. Uh, that's called the Democrat Party right now. Yeah. Really. Absolutely is. It absolutely is. Dr. Keith Ablo joining us. Keith, what do you make of the, the Gen Z crowd right now on TikTok? who are sharing uh, Osama bin Laden's letter to America from 21 years ago, talking that talking about how he's justified to attack and destroy Israel, attack and destroy America, and the rest of it. Uh, I mean, it was a horrible thing for those of us who lived through it. Gen Z either were toddlers or they, 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 they weren't there, and now they're looking at Osama bin Laden. They're claiming this man's a hero. They love him. Yeah, well, it just goes to show you the extent to which people can divorce themselves rea from reality in order to cling to often very dark forces that give them a sense of having something to say. Like, well, I'm with, I'm with this, you know, proven mass murderer. Mm -hmm. Well, wow, well, that, that makes you very special. And, and after all, you know, it must be that those who do things that are atrocities, they must be downtrodden. You are a distant cousin yep. of Osama bin Laden because you, too, are downtrodden. That's right. You can commiserate with the mass murderers and those who rape and pillage villages because you've been broken and hurt so badly, haven't you? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. Now, this so ties in, though, doesn't it, Keith, with critical theory, critical race theory, that it's always about the oppressed and the oppressor, and certain people say, well, we get to tell you who uh, is filling those roles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, it's we'll pat each other on the back all the way to being blown up. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, you know, we understand. Oh, we understand. 
Yep. You know, you you came in, you 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 did these horrors, but certainly since we're so elevated, yes. and, and you're so broken, yep. Uh, we understand, and this is the ultimate horrible end of the woke progressive narrative. The more horrible you are, the more dark and dismal and frankly destructive you are, the more you're ours because you can do no better than that. That's right. We know that. That's right. So we're going to give you some money, mm-hmm. let you into our country across the border. We'll do anything we can to make ourselves feel bigger, yeah. better, yeah. And, and just more magnanimous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than you are because you're so broken and that's what they want they want as many people as possible to be those people that's right that's their tribe yeah yeah it, oh my gosh all right I, I gotta ask you to turn your attention to something else because if nothing else if thanksgiving yes, is sir. simply a date on the calendar uh, then it does tell us that we're a, a couple of weeks away from Hanukkah and a month away from Christmas. <laughs> and, well, yes. listen, I, you got so many great books that you have published, my friend, that you've written. I, I mean, they're they're great stuff. I want people to get them. So, you know, let's 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 talk a little bit about some of the uh, the ones you would you would invite people to to get. And That's get. so nice. So, if you pick up Living the Truth on Amazon, that will allow you to battle back against those who say you need not be in possession of yourself because it'll help you retake full possession of yourself. It'll make you aware of how you may have developed self-defeating patterns and help Mm -hmm. you rid yourself of that. And it will celebrate the strong patterns that you've developed. And it will also reassure you there's nothing true that you need to fear. So these things you may have buried in your life or not wanted to look at, you're stronger than they are. The minute you turn around and face them, they shrivel, they shrink, they melt, right? And you're the king or queen of, of the story. Yes. Secondly, trump your life. I always, uh, you know, I like to tell people, buy Trump your life. Why? 25 traits of the president that you might do well to emulate, absorb, yep. and, and be prepared to sort of activate and actualize in your own life. Here's a guy who you can throw everything in the kitchen sink at him. Mm-hmm. He's still standing up straight, tall, yep. ready to do battle for the good. That's right. It's a great example. It's like the biggest self-help seminar the world has ever seen. The 45th president of the United States running to be 47. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Trump, your life. What a great read. All right. Those are the ones we're going to steer people to right now, and I'm assuming just Amazon.com, or should we just go to your website? Which is better? Amazon.com is fine. Okay. okay. Why not? Yeah. No, that's it. Look, well, works Might as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe people are still going to cats in those numbers they are. That's right. about your life story, right, on yeah, Broadway? Right. Yeah, that's that. That's it's amazing. It. That's exactly that they, that, it. that blew up. It became so big. That's right. Your life story on Broadway. Oh, don't get me purring. No, no, it's a great one. All right. <laughs> so, my friend, I wish you, honest to goodness, from the bottom of my heart, a wonderful Thanksgiving for you, for yours. And I, I will tell you in front of everybody, I am truly thankful that uh, you take time out of every other Thursday to be with us. It, it just means the world to me. 
Well, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, and I'm so pleased, proud to join you here every other Thursday, and uh, someday it'll be every Thursday if I can just get my ratings up a little higher. But All I don't right. Know. I'm no, trying, man. That. All right. You know how you start? Yeah, you shout yeah, you just you just stand in the, the the middle of the street and shout "Go Big Blue." It'll work. I'm telling you. Go Big Blue, me, Sandy Tennant, and you. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. <laughs> that is Doctor Keith Ablo, great guy. And um, I'm telling you, Trump, your life. That ought to be the one you get. Get a copy of it. Stick it in everybody's stocking. Give it to somebody. Uh, the first night of Hanukkah. They're just. It's just a great read. And, and these traits from. Donald Trump that will truly, truly, truly make you uh, a better person as you go out and compete in the world. It's 546, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is Thursday or Friday Eve. Pick whichever one you'd like. Jeff, I love your guests. Thank you. Dr. Ablo is so commonsensical and aware of the spiritual component of the folks who are trying to break us down. Uh, we wholeheartedly resist them and their attempts. Israel will prevail. Their enemies have no clue what's about to happen to them. We pray every day for them. We love you, Jeff. That's Jim in Mechanicsville. Jim, I love you and Deb, too. Jim and Deb came down to uh, politics and pints uh, a couple of weeks back. And such great people. My goodness. Jim is a luthier. And I had somebody send me a note, Jim, I got to tell you, you got to give me some more information. Because somebody actually said to me, he had some sort of, uh, I guess, like a classic guitar. He, he, I, I didn't understand because I'm not a guitar player. But uh, he said he was actually looking for a luthier. So, okay. Maybe we can put the two of you together and he can get his guitar fixed and you can get some more luthiering work done. So send me a note. Uh, hey, Jeff. Uh, I'm in Chesterfield. I see a plane coming in from the southwest. Could that be Joe? It could be. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Thank you. Let me see. Uh, all right. I, uh, I'll, I'll update. He is uh, 22 minutes out. Woohoo! 33 miles to go. Fantastic. And I, I, yeah, I know. I'm like a little kid. I'm sorry. Nah, you know what? I'm not sorry. I, I just, I, I, I really kind of like my family. <laughs> That is a weird thing these days, right? Yeah, it is absolutely crazy. Crazy, crazy. But uh, it is what it is. All right, a couple of things that uh, you and I probably need to deal with today. And that is that tomorrow is Friday, but it's you're right. It's not the final Friday of the month, and yet we will bestow the Lieutenant Jan McTurn and Blue Friday honor tomorrow. Why? Because next Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, is in fact the final Friday of the month. And I just, I am determined that people in Central Virginia become as aware as possible with the fine men and women who go out every single day and uh, do the job that most of us would not do. Go out and protect and serve. That's why I started this whole Blue Friday thing now. What is it, eight years ago, I think. Um, it's it's become sort of a mission, and it is, I think, appreciated. I, I chat with the law enforcement folks, and they say they, they do appreciate it. So anyway, we're going to do that tomorrow. 
Uh, we'll also have Stan Andruski, my brother from another mother, with us from Certified Auto Repair, 8401 Oakview Avenue in the Lakeside section of Henrico. Why? Because on Saturday mornings at 8 a.m., he hosts the best weekend radio show anywhere in the garage. All right. This time tomorrow, I might be complaining about how my youngest guy is home, and but uh, nonetheless, he'll be home, God willing. So that's a, that's a good thing. All right. I want you to have a fantastic evening. Remember to listen to my friend John Reed tomorrow starting at 6. All right. Fantastic evening. God willing, you and I get the chance to do this all over again tomorrow starting at 3. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. And Viacom deals Going home now to stay T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch visit your local T-Mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.